0: listeners this is Sally Holder back with the Hitting Rock Middle podcast we are talking about one of my favorite topics today and that is earnings right because it matters not only how much you are creating in revenue but it really matters how profitable are you at the end of the day how much are you in fact earning off of all of that revenue that you are generating. What are you able to walk away with? And what could happen if you would double how much you are earning per hour? Well, I have some amazing tricks that I've put into place for my entrepreneurs that I coach and they have made dramatic differences in their businesses and I am so excited to share them with you today. These are easy hacks that you are going to be able to put into place to save a tremendous amount of your time that has been wasted thus far and therefore it will allow you to double your earnings per hour. So let's get started without further ado. Let's make your business just a little bit better. Okay, listeners, if someone today stole your wallet and returned it with the cash missing, you'd notice it, right? I mean, if you came home from work and found the flat screen television missing over your fireplace and your jewelry drawer is on the floor, you probably would exclaim, oh my god, I've been robbed. So why aren't we noticing when we are being robbed of something far more valuable than our watches and our televisions? And that is our fleeting, unrenewable time. See, dealing with people who are not your ideal client is like being robbed See, the thing that you do not have any more of is time in the day. And so not only are these people robbing you of your time, then you are in fact doing it back to them too. So today we're going to talk about how you can approach your day in a much more effective way so that you're no longer being robbed of your time by these non-ideal customers. And you can put some tricks into place so that you can actually gain back that time. And that will then allow you to earn far more, possibly double your earnings per hour. So we talked about this a little bit in a prior episode about the relevance of time. If you have not listened to that episode, I highly recommend you go back and listen to it, where I break down all different ways for you to be able to rescue your time. And in that episode, we talked about knowing your earnings per hour. Now, I want to break that down here again so that you make sure... You can go through this exercise as we are talking about what you are in fact earning. So do you know what you're earning in an average month, right? What is your overall revenue, gross revenue for the month? Now, I want you to write that number down. Take a minute, hopefully you're not driving, and you can take a moment and write that figure down. Now, I want you to think about how much time are you working? In an average work week, yes, there are going to be highs and lows, but in a typical work week, how much do you work, right? I mean, how many hours a day? Is it six? Is it 12? Hopefully not. Now, multiply that by five days in a week. You're probably working somewhere between 30 and 40 hours, and then multiply that number by four, the four weeks in a month. And that's gonna give you a total number of hours in a month. So for this particular episode, we are going to assume that you are generating around $5,000 as an average earning per month and 120 hours is your typical average amount of hours that you were working in a month. Now, if you were to divide then 5,000 by 120, you will get $41.66 an hour. That is what you are earning per hour. Now, if you need, pause the episode, do that math, figure that out, come back and join us. Okay, now that we have an average of about what you're earning per hour, you know what your time is worth. If you have now just had an astonishing moment I'm with you, I'm here for you for that, shed a tear, it's fine. If you suddenly realize you were earning less than your 10-year-old is, it's all good. We're going to change that now. See, the reason we want to know this is we want to know how much of our time is wasted on activities that could be eliminated so that you can win back your time, right? If we know what our time is actually worth, then we can evaluate How much of it is being wasted in a monetary value? How much is being wasted running from prospective client engagement to prospective client engagement, right? Driving around, looking at various things that are never going to produce revenue for us. So I want you to think about how much of your time are you spending on talking to clients that are not your ideal client? What amount of time is wasted on your non-ideal client? So here are a few examples. Okay, you are a stylist, for example, a fashion stylist, clothing stylist, and someone wants you to come over to clean out their closet for an hour. And while that might seem like what you do, you actually specifically select a fall wardrobe, a capsule collection for clients, and bill that at a flat fee. So that means in this example, the time you'd spend talking to this client on the phone, thinking over whether or not you should take this work, fearing saying no to them for fear that it will mean that you won't get any other work or that people are gonna think you're so uppity and rude right? I get you. (laughs) Any of this sounding familiar to you? See, all of that time is time wasted on your non-ideal client. And it eats away at your productivity for the week. And it kills your ability to move closer to the type of client and the sale that you do want to have. And frankly, this holds true for whatever you do, right? The problem is you believe this wasted time is just part of doing business, that you have to take these types of calls, that you have to go to that individual's home and evaluate their closet before you would be capable of giving them a flat fee. That is simply not true. In fact, I was speaking the other day with a woman who is a home organizer, and part of her initial process was that she was preparing a mood board and a perspective summary of what these prospective clients were going to need to acquire, right? All of the organizing tools, she would spend an hour going over to their home to make an assessment of what needed to be done, and all of that time was non-billable. Then she would prepare the project summary with an invoice and send it their way. And sometimes people would say yes, and sometimes people would not. Now, all of that time turned out to be wasted time, right? And she completely believed that that was necessary in order to get the business. But it is also not true. Because what if that entire exchange, all of that wasted time could be eliminated? What could you be doing instead? You could be creating more clients, right? More of the ideal clients who are perfect for you. Who will fit exactly into the structure of how you run your business. Because that's what we do, right? We run our business a specific way and our customer comes into the fold of the structure of how we run it. We do not willy-nilly run our business based on the desires of what each individual person comes to us wanting because that will be a significant waste of your time. So. Knowing what your time is worth for you now, what would it give you monetarily, right, if you could gain 10 hours back in a month, right? If you're using that exact same example that we used previously, 10 hours would gain our fictitious entrepreneur a little over $410 in a month. free money just by making sure that they were able to utilize the exact same 10 hours to paying clients versus having to deal with prospective clients that are not a fit because they can now use that time to generate new clients now how do we make that happen How do we make sure that we are capable of just spending the time working with our ideal client? Well, one fantastic way that I have found is that we can create what I refer to as a gatekeeper, right? There are several different ways to do this, but think of the gatekeeper as the avenue that they need to go through in order for them to get to you. Right? They will not get immediate access to you until they have gone through a small process that you are going to put into place to ensure that Right, we are always looking for the win-win for ourselves and for our clients, that they have gone through a tiny bit of a vetting process. So the three ways that you can create a gatekeeper is that you obviously can use HubSpot. It is a fantastic online tool, and I use it myself um, because my 90-day coaching program is an application process, and so everyone goes through that. That way, I can ensure that each person is a fit before we're having the discussion. So I practice what I preach here. And if you were to use HubSpot, it is a tool that allows you to set up a an application or if you like to refer to it, you know, just an information, um, you know, form that someone can complete. And you can put as many questions on there. I think the free version of HubSpot allows you to put 10 questions on the form. And anyone of your prospective customers can go on your website or it can live in an email that you can send out to anyone that provides an inquiry. Um, and they are then required to complete that form. Now, obviously, if you are asking particular questions that are going to help you figure out whether or not that individual is an ideal customer or not, it requires you to have a great understanding of who your ideal client is. Now, that's something we spend a tremendous amount of time deep diving into in my Revenue Roadmap 90-Day Program. So if you don't know who your ideal client is inside and out, that's something that we can certainly work on together and figure out more inside that program. But for now, I'm gonna make the assumption that you know who your ideal customer is. So you want to know, right, um, what makes them the perfect customer for you. And you're going to ask them some questions so that you can figure out whether or not they fall into that category. Some of the questions can be things like, you know, um, we will use the stylist for example you know um do you require um you know a certain number of pieces that are new for your wardrobe for this fall um do you require um, are you wanting to make an investment in new pieces are you looking to acquire um, new outfits? You know, questions like that are going to indicate whether or not the person is simply looking to have the closet cleaned out or whether they are actually looking to acquire new clothing. And what this individual does is they help someone acquire something new. If the person answers no, they are not looking to acquire new clothing, then it is a, a, a quick understanding For that entrepreneur, this might not be a fit. And then they can recommend that individual out to someone else. Let's say in my situation, um, if, you know, in this questionnaire, I'm asking, you know, are you an aspiring entrepreneur or a current entrepreneur? And the person says no, I am only in the corporate world, then they probably are not my ideal client because I specialize in helping female entrepreneurs or aspiring female entrepreneurs. And so I can refer them out to someone who does work more in the corporate arena and will have content and information that is better suited for them. So again, you're creating a win-win situation here by having this gatekeeper in place And very often, I will also include or recommend that clients include something with regard to the price. Now, why would you want to do that? Well, if your prospective customer is not willing to invest and you are consistently having the problem that at the end of the day, price is brought up and You know, the people that you are speaking with um, consistently are saying that's too expensive, right? I would go back and say you might want to shift some of your messaging and your marketing materials. But for now, we'll focus on this gatekeeper. It's an easy way to figure out if that person is willing to invest by simply asking a general question of how likely are you to invest, right? I think in my questionnaire it asks um, not likely, somewhat, or extremely. Um, I've also had, um, you know, graphic design agencies, public relations firms, marketing firms that I've worked with, and they really aren't capable because of the size of their company. Um, those female entrepreneurs aren't capable of, of helping someone that has a budget that is less than, say, 5000 And so they have a drop-down menu on their gatekeeper that asks, how much are you looking to invest? And the starting point, that the individual is then asked to check begins at 5,000, right? And so the various options for that person to choose from range from 5,000 to 7,500, 7,500 to 10, 10,000, 10,000 to 15,000, 15,000 plus, because that is who their ideal customer is. And so what a an individual will see is that, oh, okay, this is slightly outside of my price range. I need to find an agency or an individual that's capable of helping me much more in the $1,000 price range. And that becomes a win-win. They didn't waste their time on a Zoom call, finding out more information about you. You didn't waste all of your time on a call coordinating, you know, the Zoom, answering lots of questions, and then having the inevitable feelings of guilt of we're not capable of serving you at that particular level. So, I love a gatekeeper for the specific questions that you can include, like your starting point of you know what you charge, or even the more general questions about the services um, that they are looking to experience with you and whether or not those are a fit. Now, HubSpot doesn't have to be the only tool that you use to uh, provide a gatekeeper, obviously, A staff member that you have, if you have an assistant or someone on your team, they can serve as a gatekeeper as well. You can have all emails or inquiries sent to that person. So, you know, you would want to change any of your communications from your website or from your social media to direct to that individual. And then they can be responsible during their communication back and forth with uh, the prospective client of asking, hey, we want to make sure that we use your time wisely. Here are a couple of questions that I have for you to make sure that we are the proper fit for you, right? And so we always can phrase it as the benefit to the prospective client, which it will have a benefit to them as well. Now, finally, if you want to go with the easiest and even simplest route that doesn't involve a staff member or the creation of an automated tool like HubSpot, you certainly can prepare an email or two that can say be saved as a draft in your email folders. And you can have those readily available so that anyone that inquires will immediately have a summary of what your standard ideal customer relationship looks like. And so when someone inquires, you can have that ready, copy, paste, and immediately send off to their prospective client, and then they can evaluate. And that also allows you to save time, obviously, because it is somewhat automated, but also it allows you to have less of that feeling of guilt and, you know, somewhat uh, feelings of kind of shame of, I don't know if we're going to be able to serve this person well, and you don't have that decision-making involved in the process anymore. So, Those are three ways that you can put that gatekeeper into place and save a tremendous amount of time. Now, I'm going to give you a second to think through and we're going to take a short break to think through which one you are going to choose. Okay, listeners, have you heard the news? Email marketing is here to stay. In fact, email marketing converts far better with your customers than social media ever does. So are you sending regular consistent communications to your customers? If you're not, I have the perfect tool for you. It's called Flowdesk, F-L-O-D-E-S-K. It is an email marketing service provider that's built for creators by creators. You can use it to design and send on-brand marketing emails, create opt-in forms to grow your list, and build powerful email automations. And the best part? Well, it's built by a woman for women. It has stunning landing pages, templates, and forms for you to be able to use that I promise even the beginner to email marketing can make Flowdesk. Their best friend. And in the end, you're going to grow your email list and stay on brand using Flowdesk with these fully responsive forms. You're going to be able to create freely without limiting your growth and connect with as many subscribers as you like. And the best part is, I've got a promo code to be able to give you to save 50% on your first month with Flowdesk. All you have to do is go to the show notes in this episode and use my promo code to get 50% off your first month of Flowdesk. Enjoy. Okay, listeners, get excited. You're about to watch your business go from the struggle bus to success. How? The Red Roadmap. It's my signature 90-day coaching program that will give you all of the tools you need to make your road to success a reality. And this isn't just an empty promise. At the end of the 90 days, you will feel focused, energized, and confident about the direction of your business and its future. In fact, how does this sound? Earning more in a month than you ever have before. Working with your dream clients that make your heart happy. Creating a tribe of loyal followers, who engage with your content regularly, kicking that imposter syndrome and self-doubt out of the picture, and even getting to enjoy free time because you've become a time management maven in the process. Yes, those are all just a few of the results that you will get inside this 90-day coaching program, The Revenue Roadmap. I promise it is the best tool out there on the market to give you and your business the road to the revenue growth that you're looking for. So get on the website, growwiththebrim.com. That's growwiththebrim, B-R-I-M-M.com and apply today. Okay. I want to hear which one of those gatekeepers you chose to put in place. So make sure to take a screenshot, post it on social media, tag me and let me know which one you are excited to use. And I, Even more so, let me know how much time it has gained you back in your day. I helped a landscape architect that I was coaching through the Revenue Roadmap put the HubSpot tool in place, and she ultimately found that it gained her back about 30 hours per month. Can you believe that? So it revolutionized her business and allowed her to be far more effective. Okay. Now, all time isn't created equal, right? Using the same time you've gained back to put it towards activities that will grow your business is the best way to have the impact of potentially doubling your earnings per hour. So... We don't want to waste right? the time that we have now gained back from this gatekeeper. We wanna use it towards something that is going to help us continue to increase our earnings per hour without ever having to increase your rates. So how do you do that? Well, a huge opportunity to increase your earnings per hour is by creating a digital offering. Now, this is something that you can create one time that can be sold over and over again. Now, I won't have the time in this episode to kind of go through every single option with this, but I want to give you a couple of examples of what I mean by digital offerings. So, I mean something like the creation of a membership program, a subscription service, a course- a downloadable, right? A product that serves your industry, not just your customers, is something that's extremely smart in today's world. Have you found a particular way of doing something within your industry that has revolutionized your approach to work and made you more effective, made you more money? Could you then go forward and be able to teach that to someone else, through the use of a digital offering. Now I walk you through the exact process of you know figuring out what your digital offering would be and exactly how to create and sell that and actually we launch it within our 90 days together in the revenue roadmap. But I want to walk you through a couple of things that you consider with your digital offering. So The idea is that in today's day and age, you have the opportunity to take advantage of these advancements in technology, right? We don't live in the industrial revolution anymore where work has to be hard and that you have to work 40 hours a week in order to maintain success. It is not, our success today is not directly attributable to the number of hours that we put in thanks to technology. So why not leverage more of that within your business to create more freedom for yourself and create more opportunities for the customers that you serve? It's just a logical way of doing business. And maybe you haven't done it quite yet, simply because you've been operating in what I refer to as kind of the old paradigm, that it has to be done a certain way, and that it has always traditionally been done this particular way in your industry. But in today's day and age, I love nothing more than disrupt disrupting an industry like right? Landscape architecture or, you know, being an attorney and approaching uh, uh, your accounting practice or approaching your, um, you know, therapy practice, whatever it may be in an entirely new way and figuring out how to leverage your time. It is just a smarter way of doing business today. And the fact is, More and more millennials are taking advantage of this. You know, there is a feeling that it would be too difficult. There is a feeling that that might not apply to your particular industry. And I get that. However, the fact of the matter is there are people everywhere across the world that are doing it differently now and making far more than you are If you are stuck in the old paradigm of trading time for money, if you are just charging by your hourly rate, and so having done that myself for 10 years and living my life in six-minute increments, I know what it's like to live under that pressure, and I would love nothing more than to free more people from that. And one of the best ways to do that is to create a digital offering. You know, I say that look at the world today. You know, Amazon and heck, even Walmart now has gotten into the membership world because what we know today is that everyone is looking for a greater sense of connection and community. And so the ability to provide a digital offering allows you to meet the needs of your customer in a greater way, but it also allows you to to serve a much broader audience, right? It allows you to expand far beyond the realm of your particular city and state and reach people all over the world. So it is a very logical thing to do and you have specific knowledge that other people out there in the universe want and would absolutely pay you for. Now I'm sure that you're thinking the same objection that so many of my new clients think and that is why would they pay me for this particular knowledge when it's something that they might be able to google and find on the internet? Well the reason is Simplicity. Simplicity is one of the many reasons, right? If not the most important reason, right? Simplicity and ease of access to the information. You know, if you were to Google information about, you know, improving your marriage or if you were to Google information about, you know, how to create a profitable landscape architecture business, you would be overwhelmed at all of the information out there in the Internet hundreds and hundreds of pages of information that you would have to sift and sort through in order to find the right information and who's to say that you can even rely on that. Is it written by simply a writer, right? An observer? Or is it actually written by someone who has lived and experienced the life in that industry and in that business so that they're able to provide really relevant information to you? Well, you don't know. And so that is why your information provided succinctly and easily to someone is so critical in today's day and age. Not to mention that if you combine that knowledge and information with access to you as well, And the ability to go one step beyond gathering, right, and reading through the information, but having access to you to ask questions, well, that's something simply most of the time isn't accessible on the internet. You're never going to get to call up the person from Inc Magazine or Entrepreneur and ask them, hey, you know, what else did you find out when creating this particular article or summarizing this information? I had a particular question about my business and how it might apply to what you were particularly saying. But if you create this course, downloadable product, right, to teach someone within your industry, you can give that to them. And they will pay a premium for that information because it's going to allow them to do what everyone wants to do, save time so that they can make less of the mistakes and that they can earn more per hour. So it becomes, again, what we're always looking for, which is a win-win relationship. I am a huge proponent of this, not only because It will allow you to earn more per hour because while you are serving one client in person, you may then be simultaneously selling some of your digital products online without providing access, right? And therefore, you have doubled, if not tripled, your earnings per hour. But you have also expanded your customer journey for your current customers, See, what we end up finding is that your current customers likely want to do business with you one step before whatever your current offering is and one step after whatever your current offering is. And so very often, I find that the digital offering can be a fantastic way to be able to provide that expanded customer journey for the customers you currently have right? Maybe you are serving your customers by, again, we'll continue with the landscape architect example, by redoing their beautiful backyard and giving them an extensive pool and setup, and that's fantastic. But potentially, a digital offering that could be provided to them before they have gotten to the place where they're capable of renovating the entire backyard might be a scope of plans that could you know, allow them to refresh their front and backyard with simple plantings they can do on their own, right? And so a digital offering could be a video, you walking through, you know, what to choose, how to choose it and what places would be the perfect locations, you know, to plant these products. I know nothing about plants, (laughs) as a side note, um, these plants in their perfect places right? That is a way to serve that person who will one day become your ideal customer long before they have gotten there. What does that do? Well, that expands the relationship with that individual, it gives them more of a loyalty to you, and makes them far more likely to choose you in the future as the person that they know, like, and trust the most to perform that much higher level one-to-one service. Now, After your high ticket offer, your one-to-one service is provided on the back end, you might then also provide a membership where those people who have previously hired you to perform the renovation of their backyard now can be a member in the ongoing maintenance of that backyard. Or they can be a member in the refreshing every season. And you are continuously giving them ideas on how to continuously keep up and upgrade their backyard through monthly access to you via Zoom, um, or let's say it's um, you know monthly information sent out via email. Again, these are all uh, you know ideas I'm having on the fly, so they may not be the best, but bear with me. You can see where we're going with this, and that the idea is that that customer can be a far greater customer to you before and after. And having the existence of these digital offerings will absolutely allow you then to increase your earnings per hour, right? Where they are paying you on the front end and back end of your higher ticket offering so that you can continue to have their loyalty and serve them in a true win-win way. So these are just a few of the ideas of how you can utilize your time, leverage today's technology to be able to increase and double your earnings per hour. We don't have to trade time for money anymore. And frankly, I highly recommend that you think through what is exciting to you? What other bits of information do you have and resources you have within you that your customer would like to know? And then how can we give that information and package it to them in such a way that they can access it at a time frame that's most ideal for them and for you? Now that is a true win-win relationship that absolutely can double your earnings per hour. And all of it is really made possible by freeing up your time through the creation of this initial gatekeeper. So I hope that this information has gotten you excited about the possibilities that exist in your future with the creation of these two new tools in your toolbox. I can't wait to see how you put them into practice. If at the end of this, this has gotten you really excited about what might be possible for your digital offering, well, go on my website, Grow with the Brim. that's the B-R-I-M-M.com, and go ahead and apply, apply to the revenue roadmap. I would love nothing more than to help you create and scale your digital offering in 90 days and launch it so that you can be already doubling your earnings per hour. It's exactly what we focus on, and I'm here to help you make that happen. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Hitting Rock Metal podcast. Again, I'm your host, Sally Holder. I hope this episode made your business just a little bit better.